What's up? My name is Sean, and this is Joseph Hartwell. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm doing okay. Tell me why you're why you're not wearing a, a shirt. Because it's hot as hell, and the people in the streets setting car fires aren't helping. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is totally true. And the AC is just not available here. That's that's a big part of it too. For all the, the rent we pay, you think they give us enough not to die of the heat stroke? Yeah, and for goodness sake, our landlord has sucked. Like, he's not giving us any slack during corona at all. Not at all. <laughs> Is it even worth it at this point? These homeless people have a nice breeze right now. Yeah, We're you know. We're by these walls. You know, what do you, what do you miss the most that we used to be able to do before the stay-at-home order? I want to say movies, but probably restaurants more, because, I mean, I've just been watching so many movies on Netflix anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's a hard choice. Would you rather get restaurants or movies back? Mm. That's that's definitely tough. I really want to see Black Widow, so I, I don't know. Me too. I want that to come out. That's, like, one the one new, like, Marvel phase fucking 25 or whatever <laughs> that I'm actually excited about. It doesn't seem like they're reaching. That's an interesting 41 character. or something. Uh, I forget. <laughs> it's definitely double digits. There, there are people who do marathons and watch like all 18 whatever movies in a row. Yeah. And it's like three and a half days. I know no one That's else knows who the fuck is, but Isaac Keeson does that every other weekend. <laughs> is he really? He does. That poor kid. What a guy. Well, speaking of restaurants, what's what's good to eat right now? Right now, well, when it's summertime, always ice cream. Ice cream is so good. What do you what do you go for when you get ice cream? I like, I I like hard ice cream first of all. I don't like soft ice cream. I like my ice cream. Oh shit, that was almost a, made me sound really gay. <laughs> but I like hard ice cream more than soft ice cream. And I like it with, there has to be chunks of shit in it. Like, there has to be brownies or cookie dough or chocolate chips or something. Something I can chew on. Mm. Mm. So, you're like a Ben & Jerry's fan? I love Ben & Jerry's. I spent, I don't know how much money I spent. You no, know, we were just talking about Marvel movies. I would pay, personally, I would pay top dollar for Marvel, the, the, the Marvel Avengers themed Ben & Jerry's that are referenced in Infinity War. By Iron Man and Hulk, I would I would pay, I would pay ten bucks for a little pint of those. Those would be badass. But you know what I wouldn't pay ten dollars for a pint of that ice cream, or in Arkansas, it was just like goat cheese ice cream. I'm like, ten dollars for a pint? Nah. No. But if it's limited edition, Marvel vendors, there'll be a lot of suckers that would pay top dollar for that. I might just have to be one of them. Definitely. I got I got a pretty good pop can collection going here. You do, not as good as your movie poster collection. That is true. That is true. I got I got what do we got here, Joe? I got Iron Man. I got Infinity War. You got everything Logan, from Saving Dark Private Ryan to Mega Mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty broad spectrum. But it's all movies I fucking love. Yeah, the Pulp Fiction, the, the dirt. two recent editions of Pulp Fiction and The Dirt are out. Um, I think definitely high on my list. Yeah. And I, I, honestly, my favorite, my only pop can I really appreciate is my last can from Brazil is right there. The can of Guadana. Oh, yeah. My last can that I brought back from Brazil. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I just rinsed it and I kept it. Is that shit good? It was really good. It was pretty similar to ginger ale, honestly. Which, yeah. you know, being from Michigan, ginger ale is... <laughs> Great. Burners, dude. It cures cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, doesn't the Grand R Grand River like flow with burners every? You know? I just remember like it makes no sense looking back. Every time I was had any like physical ailment, my mom bought me a two liter of ginger ale. Like, mom, I, I, I fucking it. I fucking got hit by a truck. Like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> my mom. It was Sprite or Seven Up most of the time. But my mom did that as well. That's so funny. <laughs> like, there actually, there is a, a shred of truth to that. Like, a little bit of, um, uh, it must be the carbonation in the yeah. pop. 
just a little bit of it can help cure like an upset stomach or like after you've thrown up or something so i don't know if it's actually cured like settle your stomach or it makes you it makes you burp so much yeah i know it does something (laughs) i remember on um one of my bike trips um at my my old church we they had a bike trip the youth group had a bike trip led by the all the youth leaders where we biked like 400 miles from from the the church in Kentwood and my first or my, my first year it was to Toronto which was like I added up and it was like 430 miles wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous we were having 80 mile days dude my second year we went to like Cincinnati Ohio yeah. and every year we went to like amusement parks so it was Canada's Wonderland in Toronto yeah. um Kings Island unfortunately in Ohio not Cedar Point Damn. um and then in Louisville Kentucky we went to Kentucky Kingdom which is honestly like had two coasters, but anyway, I got really sick. That sounds like, like a faction of white supremacists to me. Kentucky Kingdom. Kentucky Kingdom. <laughs> oh my gosh! If it had one more K word in there, oh it God. really would be. Oh. Uh, Kentucky Knights Kingdom or something like that. That would be Knights suspicious. Oh no hard pass. But anyway, I'm not like super big on roller coasters, and for a while, while I was a teenager. I just could not ride roller coasters, and I got really sick. But I drank just, like, a little bit of Sprite, and it totally cured me. Yeah, dude. That's why I drink so much pop. It's good for you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I really don't drink caffeine anymore. I haven't had pop in, like, two two years. Other than, like, maybe one rum and coke at my sister's wedding. Huh. <laughs> but... Oh, my mom tried to make me throw it out. I was like, okay, mom. <laughs> well, my mom, but, oh, man. <laughs> I can't imagine going that long without pop. I, I fuck every five seconds I, at, at work, I go to the pop machine, just take a shot of high C. I'm addicted yeah. to it, dude. I'm like, I'm like a crack whore for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I, I, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, dude, it was always Powerade or water. And... Lemonade. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the sugar in not, general. Not really, but. <laughs> sugar in general, like, I'm, that's like the only like, thing I'm actually like addicted to. Sugar. Do you remember at the beginning? Or, or the beginning when I started working there, I should say. Um, so, like, what was that, July of last year? Yeah. Where we actually had to, like, everyone in the kitchen at least had to physically juice every lemon. Yeah. What a pain in the butt that was. They still do that. Dude, I prick my finger all the time. Yeah, yeah but now it's mostly like front counter people coming yeah, back there. Usually. Yeah. I don't mind doing it, dude, because you don't have to put up with anyone else's bullshit for a while. Have you been having any drama at work? I always have drama at work, Sean. Holy fuck, I work with morons. <laughs> That's sad to hear at Chick fil A. Yeah, because they're so. There's a bunch of kids. And the the ones that aren't kids are like super giddy, like homeschool, formerly homeschooled adults who are like, nineteen years old and like four years have been married almost. You know, like they're just they talk too much. They just sing all the hymns that come on the fucking oh my gosh. speaker, and they don't make the chicken. <laughs> no, it's a it's a very diverse culture between kitchen and front counter. It's so divided. It I don't know why. They really messed it up by trying to like make it two different teams. Like we had, we had a competition um, at that park. Uh, yeah, the thing. kickball. Yeah, kickball. Dude. We were in two different teams. It was kitchen versus front counter. It was. Brutal. They were dividing us. It was like. <laughs> it was a big mistake. It was. It's like Israel and Pakistan. Oh my gosh. Well, not Pakistan, <laughs> Palestine. Holy shit. Dude, no, it really was. And at the end of the day, I decided it just. I was not getting paid enough to not be appreciated at work. <laughs> We're gonna start. We should start a union. Well, kitchen workers union. <laughs> this specific yeah. Chick-fil-A. You know, it's it's really become a large trade, actually. Yeah. Maybe maybe not trade, but like large workforce. Yeah, because you know anyone can do it, really. Or it had been before Corona, at least. Yeah. I think I saw something something like. 60, it was, oh man, it was either 60% of local businesses or 60%, 60% of restaurants had to shut down, like, permanently because of coronavirus. 
60 percent that's insane it's a lot of people out of work that is yeah no it, it must not have been shut down all the way i think it, i think it must have been just like we're affected in like a large capacity yeah, maybe it was shut down all the way man i gotta look that up oh. Dude, I wish we had Jamie, like Joe Rogan has. Jamie, yeah. look this shit up. <laughs> Dude, if Joe Rogan hears this, I want to be on your podcast. Please. <laughs> Please. Do you know how awesome it would be just to have a random-ass 20-year-old kid on your podcast? That'd be awesome as fuck. That's <laughs> something might do. It'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I might not be the, the most important person in the world, but, like... Yeah. I, I think I can connect to a lot of people and you know, I think I'm a relatable person. Right. And just like you, I think I think I think we're both compassionate, kind people and it was really hard to see what was going on downtown last night. What what or not last night, Sunday night. Saturday. What did you think that? What when I was that? It was Saturday night. Saturday night, yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Well, in uh night. here in downtown Grand Rapids. Well uh remind me of and tell tell our audience of what that was like for us. Well, Tell, tell me your, your first, stance. We went down just to see, like, what was happening. And I, like, we, I knew they were tear gassing, but I didn't know how much it, like, hurt. Like, we came in after it had cleared, and my eyes were burning, and my, I felt like, like, yeah. like, I started coughing. It was, it was uncomfortable. And a lot of people were saying that the police were t- tear gassing all protesters after a couple straight looters and vandalizers started, which hmm. I, I, I hope that wasn't the case, because that would be really disappointing. I remember just walking down the street, and we reached the, the Kent County Probation Office. Yeah, I remember that. And there's just people everywhere, and that they have this huge dumpster, and it's just burning, and there's hmm. that dude on top of it. Waving, waving the flag? Yeah. I wish I'd gotten a picture of that. That was... That was that was... Like, holy shit, this is, this is real. I'm gonna remember that forever. Yeah. That was crazy. Like, this is really and the whole way we were walking there, people just, unfortunately, just freaking taking advantage of the situation and yeah. looting, breaking into the freaking comic book store. Shout out to Vault of Midnight. Yeah. Holy and, and the hot dog uh, shopper. Dog pit. Dog pit dogs. Shout out dog pit dogs. And all these local businesses were like for the protest. Yes, absolutely. For and a lot of them the had African American and, and, and other black backgrounds. And yeah. in their owners. Yeah, exactly. It's a shame to see that 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 this has to distract from the actual protest. I try to. And honestly, I hate to even like, <laughs> I hate to even like bring it up at all because like so many freaking people are just taking advantage of the situation and trying to get attention from it. Like yeah. they just, <sighs> why are you doing this? It's so frustrating. I'm sure. Yeah. But also like, I I'm I'm not. I'm not black. I'm. I don't. I can't say like it's in their heads with the police, you know, because maybe it isn't. You know, maybe, I'm not black. I can't say how the police treat them because I've never been treated as yeah. a black man by the police. And someone at work said Nick actually said he, he said um, maybe people be felt really pissed off or feeling like they're being slighted of some not super essential. But small like liberties and freedoms, then imagine like, that was has been like your whole life. Like, yeah. And like this, then this happens again. And I think, you know, maybe they're just like this is what we're gonna do every time, just like a desperation almost. Yeah. Because it is, you know, <clears throat> so weird that this is still happening. You know what I was thinking of at work was, um, uh, you know, Sam, Sam Perry. Yeah. Yeah. His, I was thinking of his dad. His dad um, was a state police officer up until just like a year ago. Yeah, and, something like that. And I think it was like a big decision about moving. I don't, I don't really know yeah. the, all the details, but he ended up choosing his family over his career and left the police force. And I was thinking to that, I bet Mrs. Perry is probably rubbing it in his face all the time. Like, yeah. I bet you're so glad right now. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's such a stressful career, right? especially right now. It's a it's a tough position they're in, and unfortunately, so many, uh, so many bad police officers are coming to light right now. That yeah. that sucks to find that out. A lot of people, both sides are. It sucks the true colors. Yeah, absolutely. It sucks to see that 
we've allowed fucking racist police officers to exist. Like, come on, it's 2020. Yeah. I thought we got. Jeez, isn't no? This was supposed to be gone 80 years ago. Just beating innocent black men. Yeah. All the time. It's ridiculous. Basically, you know, same concept. Lynch that guy in Minneapolis. You know what? I encourage all the time. Um, and I can't recommend it enough during riots and protests and honestly just being on edge in general during quarantine. Um, unfortunately can't do it right now actually because, um, I mean in some states the restrictions are opening, but it's kind of like a gym capacity. So you're physically rolling with other people. So it's kind of close contact. So you have to be, I guess, uh, you have to consent to being that close of contact. Are you talking contact. about prostitutes? Nobody just <laughs> just Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> no, I I really recommend Brazilian jiu-jitsu in in terms of both actually in terms of several categories. Um I think it's actually really good for your mind. It's a lot like chess. It's it's like a, a Rubik's cube for your limbs and your body. <laughs> you're trying to defeat or you're fighting a Rubik's cube with your body. That's what it really is. And it's it's amazing, and at, as a fitness category as well, um, you will never get a better workout than a jujitsu role, other than maybe like swim team or football or something like that. But yeah. jujitsu is a amazing workout. Um, third, it's a martial art. Learning any martial art is a brilliant strategy for self defense. And you you had one class, and unfortunately, yeah. I think there was like, Jaden had his first class as well. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people there, and you didn't get the attention you deserved, unfortunately, to like appreciate seeing all the techniques and, and stuff. And plus, I hate exercise. So <laughs> that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I remember that one guy was shaking everybody's hand at the end, like the like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the Brazilian way. And yeah. He, he said, "Thanks for making me better." I'm like, I didn't do shit for you, dude. Like, to the bone. <laughs> to the bone. To the bone. Yeah, dude, jujitsu has been amazing. Um, I first learned about it from my best friend Tyler. Uh, he he introduced me to um, Jocko, the Jocko podcast, Jocko Willink. I ended up reading his book this past year. Um, just an amazing gorilla of a man, <laughs> former uh, U.S. Navy SEAL. And then from Jocko Willink, I went to the Joe Rogan podcast. So shout outs to Jocko Willink and uh, my my main man Joe Rogan. Hit me up, Joe. Um, <laughs> uh, from there I learned uh, and heard a lot about jujitsu, and they just encouraged me uh, through their podcasts and shit that uh, I really had to check it out and I wanted to do like MMA so I checked out jujitsu, and it's been an amazing uh, life choice for me that's cool yeah, man. Yeah. that's like kind of what I found like in hockey like I had you know exercise and the you know, and like you talk about good for the mind, hockey I felt like built like my morals into me, like my my sense of character, like where I see right and wrong, because there's always the code, like we have the penalties and we have the rules, but there's also a time to break the rules and hit some, have a dirty hit, or fucking just kick somebody's ass, <laughs> or just talk shit to somebody, you know, but there's times when it's not cool and when you when you break the code, you know that it's your responsibility to answer the bell and pay the consequences and hopefully you know, Absolutely. you don't lose too many You know, teams. you always got to remember the golden rule. Treat others like you want to be treated. Yeah. That means if you're mean to someone, you got to be ready to get that ramification. Right. And honestly, there's no other team sport like hockey, I think. Like it doesn't that combines the same sense of teamwork. Uh just natural skills, speed, grit, coordination. It's like, you know, some some people say like fucking uh, soccer and hockey are the same. Like hockey is soccer on ice. Hmm. That's like fucking comparing boxing to hugging. Like, just, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> like it's not even close. People, how many people have fucking died in a professional soccer game? That's absolutely true. Good One point. has died in a professional hockey game. That's probably more, though. Just the fact that it's a possibility. Dude, it's amazing how many 
players die every year for football. It's like a couple every year, right? For football. And like if if a ho- if like sports were like World War Two, hockey would be like the Japanese. Like there is no, <laughs> there is great shame in fucking sitting on the bench, if you have like an injury, like you tough it out no matter what. Shea Weber, fucking broke his leg in a game, and then finished his shift before mm-hmm. going on the ice. There was a another player, I can't remember his name. He was young in Dallas. He was declared dead. They revived them with like a wow. Little, what do you call those things? Like clear. Um, I forget. What was his fucking name? And then he asked to go back <laughs> out. He has to finish his shift. And they're like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> Him. No. I forgot what those are called. Anyway, it's a, it's amazing how many ambulances you see like every day now. Yeah, it really is just passing everywhere. I'm always hearing sirens, especially being close to downtown. I can't believe just fucking, like, tanks were, like, rolling down the street. Dude, time. yeah, National Guard. It's absolutely just... Scary fucking Unprecedented. Times. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really... Like we're reaching a boiling point. Yeah, man. If the Reds said anything, it's like, dude, stuff's gotta change. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. This can't happen ever again. There will be a fucking literal war. Like, I don't understand, like, why do we just keep voting... For old white men, like on both sides. Yeah. Like one has dementia, that's Joe Biden, and Donald Trump is just a dumb chubby guy. Why do we keep with an ego for corporate backed politicians? Why do we keep voting for fucking millionaire politicians who can't relate to anybody? It's because in order to get like that amount of, of attention, you have to be wealthy. That's true. Very rarely can, like, a poor person get that amount of attention to run and get enough votes. That's because people don't actually want to have to fucking invest that much time and energy. That's right. They want to pick a party and then have that party just tell them who they A lot they of people can't get up that years. high. Like... Yeah. But also, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's a, it's a, a long lifetime investment, it seems like. Yeah. And, I don't know, it seems like communities have become, like, neighborhoods specifically have become, like, weaker and weaker. Yeah, there's no, you don't really know your neighbors. I I remember, like, growing up, like, not, like, best buds, but, like, friends with my neighbors all around. Yeah. <laughs> we had all sorts of, like, crazy little adventures. Yeah, dude. My neighbor's Jake and Joe. And one time I threw a rock at one of them, and I was like... Very little. Yeah, dude, I, I had so many neighborhood kids that on my street. I fucking, we did, every, we all just ran around, did stupid shit, would get in trouble. What, what's your, like, just tell me any random childhood memory you can think of. <laughs> One time, there was a shit ton of us, and we were, uh, we, we had this hideout that was, like, in between two people's garages. And we fucking, but behind the other neighbor's garage, there was like this big open space that was like fenced off. So we, we mm. called it like our hideaway or whatever. And we would just fucking go there and like, I don't know, play games and like, I don't know, just hide and like pretend like we're hiding from like Nazis or whatever. Like, like, like war <laughs> and like this was our base. And um, this my neighbor Tyrell wanted to play Lord of the Rings Monopoly. We were like eight. Lord of the Rings like, Yeah, we were like eight, and we were like, I was like, I really don't want to, and like, I was the only one that really like was like the. Had you seen of Lord of the Rings at this point? Yeah, but I didn't fucking like it. I was like eight. Oh uh, yeah. I was scared. <laughs> you can't understand it, it when you're eight. Terrifying. But yeah. um, he fucking wanted because this dude, you know, he was smart but socially awkward, and he fucking said, "Why do you hate fun?" I just stared at him like, you don't know what fun is. Like, <laughs> that is not fun, dude. Dude, <laughs> Monopoly. No, not pass. And to be honest, once I hit like middle, like 6th, 7th grade, like middle school, I was all over that shit. But, mm. <laughs> no, I, I, I like a good board game, actually. I like board games. I used to be, you know, when you're when you're like a kid, you get super into whatever you're into at that time. I yeah. Like a, like a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just competitive because, like, having three siblings. 
Yeah. yeah always sense. been competitive. So I love I love a good game. I love a good board game. And a good like any good sports game. Like an actual sport, like outside. Yeah. That's why I love jujitsu jujitsu so much. Brazilian jujitsu is because uh, the sport is also really great. Um, competitions were a lot of fun. Tournaments. Although I totally screwed up my elbow for like probably like four weeks in November of last year. Do you remember that? No. No. And then I cut my finger. I guess it just remember that. I remember that. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, okay. that was disgusting. What's a skill you're like super proud of? A skill I'm super proud of? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Let me think. I'm good at so many things. I gotta pick one. You dude, I can, one. I can ice skate like a motherfucker. Dude, I believe I mean, it. I've been able to dude, do I that. cannot. I'm ashamed that I'm from Michigan and cannot ice skate. I remember like in, in elementary school. We'd have like roller skating parties, and I was in like third grade, and the fucking, uh, the, the, I think they were the fifth graders, so to me, they were like high school seniors, you know? Yeah. And like, um, they were like roller skating, one of them, because they were, they're like, they were like little kids at the time, too, who cared about stupid shit, one of them was like, dude, we're like the best skaters here, and I fucking just skated up to him and fucking turned around started doing backwards crossovers and circles around them i'm like fuck you guys wow <laughs> i didn't say the word fuck back then but that's what i, I felt in my heart oh i feel you <laughs> dude i remember one time i skated in, in must have been seventh or eighth grade and i had to use like the little uh um, like the walker the walker yes yeah, yeah. dude it was embarrassing i hated it and i thought it was because my ice skates were too uh big so i went from like I was probably a size 9 back then. I went from a size 9 to like 5. Oh, and shit. like killed my feet. I couldn't walk for like... I think I had missed basketball practice or soccer or something. Wow. When um, my first year playing varsity hockey in high school, at the uh, first official practice we had after the tryouts, some of the um, older kids who it was... It was they were great ahead of me. Uh, Mike and Drake, we played a, a preseason season, I guess, a preseason together on the JV team okay, the year yeah. before. And um, so they're like, oh, hell yeah, you know, like they were excited. And we, we went to Taco Bell before practice. Oh, no. And then, um, <laughs> some people were, you know, they hadn't been really, uh, they hadn't been in the driveway with a golf ball. You know, you could tell their hands were kind of off. And we were missing too many passes and drills. So first practice, the coach had us skating Herbies, which is like, you know, suicides. Oh, boy. And I fucking just puked. No. I puked right there, like, next to the bench. And the coach, he didn't want to, like, talk shit to me. But he was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like he was like, why, why are you puking? And I was like, I had Taco Bell. He was like, why would you have Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> and Did that he was happen? Like, to... You have to clean it up. Oh, like, man. I had nothing to clean it up with, so... What I, I was so just embarrassed and not thinking clearly. No, I started shuffling it with my stick and just knocking it into the bench. And I was like, wait, shit. I can't just leave it there. That might be even worse. So I just kind of put it back and <laughs> put it, like, to the side and, like, kind of scraped my, my skate with <laughs> ice over it. And the Zamboni driver got it later. Oh, that's disgusting, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, though. Did I remember um, on swim um, on the swim team my senior year, uh, this kid threw up in the pool like the third day, and they had to like close down the pool. And it was, I was honestly like, okay, all right. Nice. <laughs> when I first started swim team, dude, yeah. I was in all right shape, but I was not in swimmer shape, dude. Yeah. Like imagine, so like you everyone's like swam in a in a long pool. Mm. So you could do like, imagine. As doing as many as you can uh, from one end to the other, just swimming any stroke you want, breaststroke, yeah. freestyle, whatever you want, backstroke. Imagine doing that probably 50 times, and then you get a three-minute break, and you do it 20 times, and you get a two-minute break, and then you get, you know, you just go back up the ladder. Up, did, you, did you do drills like that, where you had to do, like, 
three, two, one, two, three, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, you go back and forth. That's kind of like Herbie's, like, you go a pretty sure. short distance, then back, exactly. then longer, yep. then back. Yep, yep, exactly, yeah. yep. Yeah. I, <laughs> dude, it's absolutely ridiculous. And you're holding your breath the whole time. I think people forget oh, that. Shit, like, yeah. imagine any physical sport there is, like football or lacrosse or hockey, and you have to hold your breath for, like, 30 seconds at a time. And shit. Swimming takes more energy, I think, than sprinting. I couldn't sprint holding my breath. You know what's crazy, though? The One of the... I think you can... The fastest speed for swimming is about three miles an hour. Damn, it looks so faster. <laughs> that's, nah. that's crazy, wow. Yeah, only three miles an hour. I remember one meet... Or is that this really crappy YMCA? Oh, wait, the, the one downtown. <laughs> Catholic Central's pools there. Oh. Which is, I thought was odd. But anyway. Um, and he was just yelling at me, like, really inspired me. Like, he's like, come on, Sean. Like, what, what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, let's go. <laughs> and I was just going as fast as I can. I was trying to get sub 30. Cause I was, it was my first, my first only year. But it was good. That's cool. I ran uh, cross country for. Five years, and that that like built some grit into me. You know, it's mm. like the old saying, like our sports, your sports punishment. You know, like yeah, like it's not swimming, but those hills, and like we have practices, we just do sprints. You know, just run the track all day, hill runs. You ever? Yeah, did you ever have to run at um Richmond Park? No, but I've slotted there. Dude, Dude that's a, you ran that? that? We had to run, Holy cow! In the course, you had to run up it twice. Wow. We, that's where we had every single How race. many meters do you think that was? Or like, how long do you think that was? I think that's like a 400 meter. Yeah. Holy cow, dude. It's like probably a 45 degree. At, at the, it's, and it's pure sand. Oh. It's pure sand. And then, at, so by the end, you're like climbing up it. And that's where we had every single race in middle school. Wow. Pass on that. Yeah. I didn't do cross country. I did do track. I did my freshman year. Track's tough. And I tried to do it my junior year, but I, I was honestly just so bored with it. I was trying to do long jump because I thought it'd be easy and yeah. I thought I'd be good at it, and I wasn't, or I just didn't pick it up right away. At least I didn't put in the effort, and I blew it off and I read Harry Potter <laughs> for the first time because my mom, like, thought it was evil. Did your mom think about Harry Potter? Yeah, she I feel like your Harry mom would Potter be was evil. one of those <laughs> Wizards are of the devil. Dude, my mom's were a hissy fit when my sister Reagan was was uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons at age 24 or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, Mom. She's like, it's evil. I'm like, I play Dungeons and Dragons. It, it is evil. It sucks so hard. Dude, I'm just not... A, I, don't, I don't think I'd be very interested in that type of game. I, I, you have... You, I felt like such a nerd. Yeah. Like, nothing against people who play it, but it's it. It wasn't. What I can't I get to do. that invested that in board invested game. Just some board game, you know, like. Like I want to be able to like check my phone or yeah. <laughs> be able to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> Not play for sixteen hours to complete one quest that can be used over three days. Been I don't know. I don't know. It just seems too much of an invest investment. The, the one time I did play at school. And they sucked me into it because it was a, a Star Wars version. And that actually was kind of badass in that degree. <laughs> oh, really? Because yeah, Star Wars is cool. It's okay if you're a Star Wars nerd. Uh, I'm definitely a Star Wars nerd, dude. Star Wars is my religion, dude. <laughs> Holy dude, I'm a big fan of the prequels. I'll, I'll, I'll probably say it. Shout out to prequel memes. <laughs> R slash prequel. Dude, no, really, episodes 1, 2, and 3 are probably some of my favorites. The original tr the original trilogy is amazing of itself, but I think... Like the plot. The, yeah, I think the original, I mean, um, I'm sorry, I think the, the prequel trilogy has the most action with the least cringe. Yeah, and the... Uh... How Palpatine's like pulling all the strings, yeah. the whole thing. Like you know how it's gonna. That's end. what's amazing about the clone, the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. Especially this last season, dude. It's been so good. I never. Highly recommend it. that. Dude, oh, dude, the last, the last four episodes 
are like 40 minutes they're really really good and they make episode three so much cooler i really recommend it just watching even those four episodes yeah. what's the, what's your favorite show of all time that is such a difficult question because there's i i I live for like funny TV shows and there's so many in different points in my life that I was like obsessed with. Currently I fucking love Always Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hmm. Oh yeah. That's a classic for me. Like they just took like the original idea. Okay, maybe not classic, but it's hilarious. Yeah. They took the original idea for like a sitcom and like, no, we're gonna do like the opposite of that, like a bunch of shitty people yeah. doing shitty things and they never learn their lesson. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude uh, <laughs> uh, this show is so funny. I love you love Letterkenny. That's a great Letter show. Letterkenny is so good. God bless Canada for that. No, we were watching comedy bang bang yesterday. Comedy Bang Bang is so. How do you get those A-list celebrities on there? Like, cause it's so. Can I do that? Smart and. <coughs> hint, hint, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Are we random enough too? But no, that that's like yeah, because like it's so random, and non almost nonsensical. It's it's so original, and nothing's been done like that before. Yeah. Like, other people want to be a part of that because. Eventually, no people weren't ready for it. I think and they had to cancel. Yeah, I think I think Rick and Morty has really strived off a lot of that as well. Yeah, you know, kind of, you know, not as light humor, right? More, but makes everything. And it does have like a plot and stuff yeah. way more than a, a talk show. I don't know, dude. He lasered that fucker's head off. That was disgusting. Yeah, you know Tyler's favorite show is Full Metal Alchemist, I the anime. Seen that. I started watching it, but I don't know. Honestly, it's very enjoyable. I'll say that, but I I couldn't see it as my favorite show. No, I don't think so. Because I haven't seen it. Did you finish The Mandalorian? <laughs> I did. That's such a great show. I don't care if you're a Star Wars fan or not. That's a great show. Like honestly, for me, that's right behind um, Breaking Bad. Probably right up past Ozark for me. Yeah, I like him. Past Game of Thrones, I think actually. It's so good. Mm. You know what's a classic show? What? Regular show. Regular show. That show is like... I cannot express enough that show is my childhood. <laughs> that I love like that show. One of like the most grown-up kid shows. You know? Yeah, it really was. It was edgy. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't just pure goofy. It was like clever, too. It was, it was. It was super well-written. It was witty. J.Q. Quintel, I think, is, voices uh, Mordecai. He's one of the, the... I think he basically writes like every episode. He's so talented. Hmm. You remember that black and white video? 2 a.m. and the 4 p.m. or yeah, something like that? That was bizarre, but it was... It was kind of wild. Yeah, it was It was interesting, definitely. Or the, um, J.Q. Quintel is voicing uh, the, the, the cashier at a gas station. And then, um, the singer that voices, uh, Benson is there, too. Mm. And then they both, sort of like, turn in, into themselves from the cartoon as well, yeah. at, at points, because they take what, at first it's not weed, but it's actually acid. Yeah. What have you learned from, like, drugs and psychedelic experiences? Um, I think there's some things that are not for everyone, and everyone, although, should fucking try acid. Acid. <laughs> It's That's such extreme. a roommate, but not just try it and, like, do, like, everyday shit. Like, experience something really cool and on acid, hmm. and you actually will appreciate it so much more. Because people that just want to see shit and they want to, they want, they want to get some meaningless shit from the, from the drug, it's not going to work for them. They're going to have a bad trip. If you just appreciate the little things you notice while you're exactly. tripping, it's yeah. so, like, the colors sure. are so bright, sure. or things are moving in, like, such a cool way, patterns look so cool, like, just let things come to you like that, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's a drug for the grateful, you know? Yeah, no, it definitely increases your gratitude, and honestly, it's just a life experience, like, why not try it? I can't think of any reason, unless it's, like, a health risk or something like that. You why learn... not to try it? It'll, I guarantee it'll boost at least short term, your creativity, your product, your productivity, it'll give you new pr perspectives. It opens uh, up your conscience more, honestly. Yeah. Like, 
you're aware of like questions and maybe even insecurities of yourself that you've been like suppressing, you know, and yeah. sometimes you have to deal with them while you're in that stage. And it's, it's a cool experience. Remember the first time we, I, I tripped, we were on that fucking mountain and on Lake Superior and I thought the white caps were like sailboats. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> and then all the, I, I looked over, off the mountain, like over the woods, and I saw like the light hitting it. It looked so mm, bright. Yeah. And I thought that like, like I felt like I, I kept saying, I'm at, I am one with the peninsula. You know? <laughs> it was so nonsensical, but I just felt like everything's so fucking cool. I'm part of this planet. You know, I just felt like at peace with everything. Yeah, man. No, that's what's really great about just being in nature. You know, Japanese culture actually consists of taking a lot of breaks and, like, days off just to go and relax in the woods and take walks in the woods and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's what stuff we should appreciate more, especially in Michigan. <laughs> We're always in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, being in nature is just so relaxing to see this, this world that... Really cool planet. There's a lot of different things to see just that the planet just has to offer. Absolutely. I know a lot of people that just need to see that perspective, you know? Yeah. Need to appreciate just like relaxation, peace, you know? Right. Like, not in, the, not in a hippie way, but just like. Not so focused on what you're gonna do next with your life, just like how. Like, your life is so cool right now. You Honestly, know? you know what it is? It's just, like, selflessness. Yeah. yeah. Just don't think about yourself. Yeah. You know? Just not like, focusing on what you want for a second. Like, picking up trash. Yeah. Or, you know, picking up your... Honestly, you will feel so much better about yourself as a human being if you just, like, pick up your room. You know? I was reading a whole 4chan post about that. <laughs> like, to anyone out there that's, like, super depressed, just, like... Picking up your room and being proud of yourself for getting anything accomplished at all can make you be grateful that you have a roof to live under, to make you appreciate that you have food in your belly, make you appreciate your shoes on your feet, make you appreciate that there's good air to breathe around you. You know, yeah. there's so much to be thankful for. And you know what? No matter where you are in life, I, I believe God is real and I believe God is with you. Like, yeah. The hardest part of your life, at the end of the day, it's just one stage, you know. Right. One, it's, it's just one day. It's just a week. It's just a month. Heck, it could be a couple of years. But you know what? God, is, God can be with you. God is with you. Whether you believe in him or not, that he's with you through all these trials and tribulations. Yeah. No, life's, life's always going to change. You know, it's like a river. It's not going to stay still. You're going to move through different stages and shit. Some of them are going to be better than others. But nothing's permanent. Yeah. How do you, how do you express yourself religiously? Or spiritually? Or um, you feel? Probably. Uh, somewhat agnostic to a degree. But I was raised Baptist, so I still have, you know thoughts towards that it's not more like a decision either it's more like i think it's been so misinterpreted hmm. and changed into something else i i think that's definitely possible and it's, it's hard it's hard not to argue that parts of the bible have been left out or altered like the bible we have today all 66 books yeah was created in the 1600s by uh sir king james Right? Yeah. And before that, he just gathered, like, the best scrolls or whatever was left. You know? Yeah. I just found that out recently. It's kind of interesting. And honestly, like, I don't know, like, atheists make fun of Christians for believing in a Big Bang and... No, wait, that's backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> atheists yeah. make fun of Christians for believing in a virgin birth of Jesus. Right, and... but they believe in the Big Bang. Yeah, it's like... Do we either I think, I think really people have any more evidence than the other? Yeah, absolutely. People just forget it's the Big Bang Theory. Good luck ever proving anything about yeah. that at all. I, I'll believe that just as quickly as creationism. Yeah. And, you know, evolution too. Like, I, 
I think it's clear. There's... Again, theory of evolution. Yeah, it's a it's a theory, but Darwin himself doubted his own theory. Yeah. And it doesn't mean like even if it was real, it doesn't prove that there's not a god. Right. It just yeah. means it just means that we change. A lot of a lot of people time. just ignorantly and it's so tricky. People say like Big Bang theory and theory of evolution are science. No, they're theories. There's nothing possible provable yeah. about the Big Bang. No matter how you believe that. And you know what? Big Bang, science, that requires... Okay, not science. Okay. The Big Bang and evolution, that requires as much belief and faith as believing that it, there is a God. Yeah. It's just kind of which which one do you think makes more sense? Absolutely. Well... I had a I had a chemistry professor tell me that science can't prove anything to be true. It can only prove what is not true. And so far it hasn't proved that there's not a god. Hmm. That that is that is true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we can't prove that atoms exist, really. I mean it, it is technically a theory, but everything that we know that isn't happening points to yeah this makes sense something very close to this is what is happening and we and now we can see it mm -hmm. like with microscopes and yeah stuff. before that it was just a fucking theory mm -hmm. no they like gravity they can't fucking see gravity we can only see the effects and we can see that things are pulled towards things with bigger masses so it's like okay so if you have a bigger mass yeah it's just proving what isn't true we'll show you what is true yeah, absolutely. I think it's it was very interesting to see Elon Musk's SpaceX rocket go up the other day, go up in space. Yeah. I think that's man. I hope in the next fifty years or before I die, I can go into space. I think that is one of the ultimate life experiences to have. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. And I mean, you're you're in the heavens. Like that's amazing. And it must be. And zero gravity, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember. I want to fucking see some aliens. That'd be cool. <laughs> I remember in like third or fourth grade, we always had to read those, um, like Scholastic, um, Student Digest or something like that. Yeah. And there's always like a news article, and they were talking about tourist space programs back in like 2012. Like, where was this? Where was this stuff? It's 2020. Yeah. It's like my dad said by like 2000, they thought they were going to have like flying cars. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? I learned from Elon Musk. Shout out my boy, Elon Musk. Uh, that flying cars are totally possible. And they've been made. And that you can get one, actually. I've seen like a model, actually. Yeah. But uh, the problem with them, the, one of the biggest problems is how loud they are. Actually, oh wow, because think you have to have not only a speed to move around and an engine to produce that speed of movement, but you also have to have engine to propel you from falling. And guess what? In a car, if your car stops working, you just come to a stop. If you're in the air and your car stops working, you got to come down. Yeah, that's a big risk. Those are kind of the two main things. That's true. And how how the fuck would you do traffic? That's probably a big issue as well. Yeah. I mean, it's been interesting that during Corona, been very close to zero air, airplanes and helicopters over until recently. Until the riots, yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of helicopters. A lot of helicopters. I wonder if those are news helicopters or like National Guard helicopters. Probably some of each. Hmm. Dude, I really want to get some of those Gatorade real quick. Sounds delicious. Sorry, what's your favorite drink? Rum. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent answer. I love rum. I spent my college tuition on rum. It was the best investment I ever made. Well, I think it's very hard to consume alcohol in moderation. It's so it's so tempting to just go overboard. It's embarrassing what some people do when they're drunk. Yeah. 
I mean, there's some places where I feel like I can get drunk and be goofy, and I know I'm not going to get out of hand because mm-hmm. of the people I'm with, and no one's going to be weirded yeah. out. But when you're at, like, a party, and there's like, you're surrounded by people you don't know who are, like, trying to get to know each other, and then there's one drunk dude stumbling Exactly. Around. You know what? It's always drunk, uh, drunk men that are always assholes, you know? Yeah. And honestly, that's why I, I would drunk say, like... Drunk girls are so... Are so like, drunk girls you don't know. They're just like, ah, hi, my name's this. Hey, yeah, this. yeah. Like, Go the fuck away. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna fuck you, said so lady. That's why and I say I raped you. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I always say, like, just like, relax, smoke a joint. Like, that's what's yes. easier. And you never hear of like a violent person high. Not, no. not weed. No, no, dude. Because it, it just gives you like, you just got high. <laughs> that's it. No, you just, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. No. Not if you could just consume a little tiny bit in a safe situation. Come on, like, <laughs> relax, people. I think it's been. I think there's enough proof and evidence out there to show that marijuana, in responsible, you know, doses or whatever you want to call it, it's it's safe. Yeah. Absolutely. You can use your recreation. It's not that it doesn't have negative side effects. I mean, define safe. You know, like right. is skiing safe? No, but people do it and don't. <laughs> do you die. know how many people <clears throat> die from driving every year? Yeah, forty-five hundred. Nothing safe. No, absolutely not. <laughs> do you know how many people die from smoking every year? It that is like so six hundred thousand. Pre- yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's preventable. Oh, if people choose to do it. People choose to do it. Speaking of smoking, I gotta find this vape. Always after Nikki, the nicotine. Can't wait to see the doctor tomorrow and just be like, I'm still not taking any of your fucking advice. Fuck you. I'm high (laughs) right now. (laughs) You know what they say. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. As long as you hit them between the eyes. Dude, I feel like if I had marijuana when I was younger, I would have been like, you know, a little calmer. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I wouldn't have been like starting trouble all the time. Maybe. I don't know. Getting in trouble with drugs or marijuana specifically, yeah, but I mean, if it wasn't such a stigma around it, like, you catch your kids smoking cigarettes and drinking, it's like, oh, don't do that. You catch them smoking weed, like, you know, it's like the end of the world. I don't get it. It's just, I I would say, like, try to avoid it while you're young, because your brain needs time to, to develop. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's probably good, but. I mean, you're taking a risk, you know. You can, honestly, CBD oil might be safer. I don't know, though. I don't know. I tried, I tried that for a while. I didn't. I didn't ever feel anything. Like, no, I, I, was no, like no. I feel calm, but maybe that's just because I'm not stressed out right now. Like, nothing's really happening. I'm just, I'm just vaping the CBD oil. Why would I be stressed out? Yeah, man. I think I want to wrap this up. Do you have any final comments? My final comments would be... Good night. Sounds pretty good. I think I'm gonna edit this out later.